Well, welcome to another episode of Office Fence. Catherine, what are we doing today? Hi. Um, right now? Right now. Or do you want me to go through my schedule? Okay. Um, we're interviewing a dear friend of mine, Miss Anya Mueller. Ooh. Hi. Who I say is the Oprah Winfrey of the Black Hills. I'd like oh I'd like her to get her own talk show with a studio audience, and I would be there. <laughs> So the Oprah Winfrey or the Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. Bar- mm-hmm. Nope, that's not nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> not. So who's the, who's the current leading? Like, gosh, what, who would a who would a twenty year old? You know, know? I think like Kelly Clarkson. Oh well, no, because yeah. she's on Doesn't TV. Like Drew and Barrymore have a show too. Oh, Drew okay. Barrymore has a show. Yeah. They all wear pantsuits. <laughs> Do you got some Which pants I'm into suits? that. Okay. Totally yeah. that. Um, I. And they all have their own like home decor lines in Walmart, or like Wayfair, or, or Wayfair. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are talking about stuff I don't know about. Okay. I don't know this. Fair. I just, um, I just think Ricky Lake when I was in like middle uh, school was yes. really big. Yeah, yes. um, not size wise, <laughs> popular. <laughs> she had some anyway. Um, Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right. I got you. And then I liked Donahue and Geraldo when I was a kid because that's what we watched after school. Sally Jesse Raphael. <gasps> yes. She was a thing too. Yes, yep. talk shows. They had huge microphones and they'd walk oh, around. Yeah. Sometimes they'd trip on the stairs. Eventually, we get to Jerry Springer. You wouldn't do that. Nope. You didn't have to bring him up. But I think I. I... Anya, is Jerry Springer your inspiration? <laughs> I'm gonna go with no okay. on that one. Okay. Yeah. I, I do let me some Oprah though. Okay. Okay. Oprah, okay. So though, we're back to Oprah. She's an icon. Though. I just feel like she. Needs like we need a Black Hills talk show. Well, you could be like my one studio member. I would clap audience. so much. <laughs> Anya, that, tell that us cool. or or I mean, the, the, people are right now if they're watching this, they're going, "I have seen her." Yes, I get that a lot. You look familiar. You look familiar. Do people have stare at you in stores and stuff? Sometimes. Would yeah. you Would you tell the folks what do you do? What's What's like your? I know you do lots of things. Yeah. But in the in the context of someone going, have we have we met? What are they meaning and what, yes. what do you do? Yeah, usually I just say, you know, either have I interviewed you maybe or do you watch TV? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I usually say that. Nice. The other day I had a student in my um, son's class who said, you're the lady from the TV. And I'm like, <laughs> you watch TV? You're like six, but cool. That's fun. Way to be informed, man. Exactly. That's awesome. Do you keep track of how many people or how many stories you've told? Oh, boy. No, I should, you know, and I kick myself because I totally should have done that, you know, years ago when Mm -hmm. I started because I will see somebody out and I'm just like, you know, you'd be like, oh, hey, hey." like, you know me and I know you, but I don't know how. It happens to me all the time because it could be from my personal life. It could be from my past. Sure. But is it, I interviewed you? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Because there's no way you could remember. Mm -mm. And and people will, you know, remember me because, you know, if I did a story with them. It's a big Sweet. deal. It was yeah, probably right, like a yeah. mountaintop moment for them. <laughs> sure, most people will do what? I mean, like, not even most, but the, a person will do one story about them. You do, I mean, yeah. I can't even imagine how many you do, even yeah. annually. But yeah, but you've yeah. met a bazillion people, right? That's probably yeah, sometimes the I could way. do like four stories a day. Oh my, oh my word! You know, so yeah. so what comes to the top of your mind on some of your favorite stories you've you've. Oh boy. <laughs> not not one. your favorite, but like you're like, hey, I remember that one. That was fun. Oh gosh. Well, like travel ones are fun. Okay. I used to do that more, you know, back in the day, so to speak, before yeah. like kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I got to go to the Kentucky Derby. <gasps> that was a ton of fun. And like insider Kentucky <gasps> Derby. Very cool. So that was really cool. That was super fun. I would have loved that. 
You have so many did questions. Did you wear a hat? I totally wore a hat. You like did? Three hats. Yeah, because yeah, we were there like three days. So. Oh. Yeah, because there's stuff leading up to the derby. So you can't wear this. You have to wear different hats. If, see, I don't David. know. Yeah. I don't know the fashion. You can't wear the same Come on now. Different so color that, scheme that was one. Um, cool. I also went to Washington, D.C. Um, we just kind of did some stuff down there. I got to do sort of a man on the street. Okay. And I thought of this game to play. Like, do you know what this is? And it was like a picture of like the Corn Palace in Mitchell. Okay. And they're like, is it somewhere in Russia? <laughs> I'm like, no, but that's a good guess. And like Mount Rushmore, you know, or like a jackalope. Or, cool. You know, that kind of stuff. So that was pretty fun. Um, I love I'm DC. trying to think of what else. Oh, I got to interview actually a guy I went to college with he's one of the Thunderbirds oh. or he was like whatever yeah. 10 years ago so I got to go to Las Vegas where they like are stationed and like do a tour and like get in the get in the suit and do a bunch of fun stuff so that was a good one do you ever get scared like are there ever scary things like if you have to write a ride or try something out and you're like I yes. need to do this but I don't want to yes there's been times yeah. like that yeah <laughs> all i think about is the axe when in custer there's the axe throwing place and yeah i, thought, I never, bet anya's gonna have to do a story here and that scares me i did do a story there but i didn't get axes oh, thrown okay. at me so i was like decline that one yeah. but i've done like a <laughs> couple hot air balloon stories and okay. i thought that's like scary but it's a little bit mm -hmm. like Ooh, okay i'm scared of heights i would yeah so I am i yeah yeah so that was one um like monster trucks i have i feel like i've done so much just crazy stuff i don't yeah. know but it, it's moment. it's been a cool job because you get to do all this stuff that, you know, you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. So gosh, I don't know. I can't even think of all of them. Well, right I now. think I think it, your your perspective would be so interesting just that because you meet tons of people. We don't just meet and do the normal, hi, I'm so and so, here's right. what I do. And mm -hmm. you you're literally prying yeah. for, hey, tell me about this. Why do you do this? What what are you loving about it? What's your what's your message? What's your agenda? Mm -hmm. What's your success? Right. And so you're you're really getting to know person after person, probably who crosses all spectrums mm -hmm. of yep. belief systems and worldviews. And you're interviewing a restaurant mm -hmm. owner, and then you're in a hot air balloon talking about who knows what. Right? Yeah. It's, it's mm -hmm. all over. Yeah. So that's why we were interested, like in a podcast for like off the fence. Mm -hmm. You are in essence talking to people who are risking, they are uh, mm -hmm. exploring, they are doing good, they yeah. are in great need. Uh, yeah. And so we kind of wanted just to pry into your life, really. Yeah. I mean, like, like <laughs> Learn from you. You've accidentally probably learned things and you've, you've <laughs> witnessed things. So like sociology would be something I would be very interested in mm -hmm. learning from you in the sense of, so... What are you or have you been learning about people just in mm. general? As you talk to a, mm -hmm. again, I'll bring up like a restaurant owner who restaurant business, business like, not the easiest thing to do. Right. And, yeah. You know, we talk food all the time, but, but also I don't, I don't know if you've interviewed probably politicians or, or, or you've been just families and all that. I'm curious yeah. that when you think of the traits that you're seeing in people mm -hmm. who are doing something with their life. What have you seen or what are examples of like, hey, this has been pretty inspiring to me because they were not on the fence. They're off the fence. Yeah. They're diving into something. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious what you've learned, what you've seen, what's been inspiring. Oh, gosh. So much has been inspiring. Yeah. I feel like I've been able just to see people in a different perspective. I think mm -hmm. it's so easy 
to sort of like judge people essentially. Sure. You know, I think it's just an innate thing in us. Mm -hmm. You see somebody and like right away your brain says something about them. Yeah. You have no idea anything about them, but you mm -hmm. see them and you're like, oh, well, they're this and that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we just sort of all do that and yeah. we don't like that about ourselves, I don't no. think. Mm -mm. But like, for instance, you know, one time I interviewed a woman who was pregnant and did drugs. Okay. Um, she didn't want to be her face on camera, but you know, the little part of me was like, oh my gosh, how could you do this? Who okay. does that? Like, really? Mm -hmm. You know, in the back of your mind, because, mm -hmm. you know, you're a mom and stuff. And then I interviewed her and I was like, wow, I could really, I see where she's coming from now. Mm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Where like before I interviewed her, mm -hmm. you know, I probably would have just judged her. You know what I mean? So I just think like just understanding people and where mm. they're coming from is yeah. just so helpful with that. Taking the time to sit and and look eye to eye yeah. and hear story, like yes. listen to the story. I think that's mm -hmm. one of the things that I love about you so much. One of the many things is because you're so good at just sitting with people and hearing their story and mm -hmm. giving people a voice. And I think that is important. Whether at the end of it, you somebody agrees with it or not, or still sure. is processing yeah. what they think, there's there's some like human connection mm -hmm. and compassion that gets dispersed. Yeah, I think that's so important. The, when you what what have you seen? Has what inspires people? What what's got them <clears throat> going? Because you're because <clears throat> you've got people making decisions all over the place, and that's yeah. why, that's in essence why you're interviewing them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what are you like? And I don't think it's one thing. I'm not, but I'm yeah. just curious. Like, what has them, what has them going? Hmm. Yeah, geez, I think yeah. It just kind of depends. It's a case by case, mm -hmm. you know, scenario. Um, I mean, I've interviewed a foster mom who's fostered I don't know, like over a hundred kids in oh, her wow. time, mm -hmm. and she was amazing. And that was one I sort of walked into, hmm. and you know, not thinking much. Like, okay, she's cool. You know, mm -hmm. talk to her. But like I left and I was just like, I was like done. I mean, mm -hmm. I was just like so touched. I was mm -hmm. just like moved by her and like in a way that I'll never mm -hmm. sort of be the same. You wow. know what I mean? Like, cause I mean, what motivated her, you know, was just like, was like love and compassion mm -hmm. for people, you know, okay. at the end of the day. And she was just, that's all she wanted to do is help people. Mm -hmm. I mean, she would take in hitchhikers to her home. Really? And she had like five kids of her own. That's how much she like loved people and wanted to help people. You know, like whereas like maybe a business owner, you know, they sort of want to make their mark in the community or mm -hmm. sort of like a legacy mm -hmm. or they grew up there and they want to like, I wanted a place like this when I grew up. So yes. now I'm making this place mm -hmm. for people to enjoy, like, like pour back into the community, mm -hmm. which is really great because I've heard a lot of stories where people grow up in a small town, maybe it's Belfouche, and they move away for a while, yep. you know, see what's out there. You yep. got to do that and you come back and they have restaurants of their own, you mm -hmm. know, or whatever in the community. So... I feel like they want to make a mark. And I feel like other people just, you know, want connection. Mm -hmm. You know, they just want something mm -hmm. more for themselves. I remember interviewing um, a homeless woman and she had been in just bad history, bad relationships, abusive. And she was able to pull herself out of that. And she got her GED, got a job, you know, got like a bike and like just got her life together mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, well, what, what motivates you? You know, like what yeah. keeps you going? And she like pulls out this photo of herself as a little girl. And she's like, cause I promised this girl a wow. better life. And I was like, mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, like it doesn't take much to make me cry, but yeah. Wow. It was intense. I mean, I just feel like I've gotten to just sit with people and like such a, like a 
just different perspectives, like people who've lost children, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just, you sit in their living room and hear their stories and you just cry with them, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but now they have like a nonprofit in their child's name and they're like helping all these other people. It's just so cool. Yeah. Or a woman who's been trafficked, Mm -hmm. you know, I talked with her, we're like friends now, Mm -hmm. but you know how she was able to turn that around and now it's like that glory's for God now and just making a difference in people's Mm -hmm. lives. It's just really cool. So I don't think, like, growing up watching TV, because there wasn't even the internet, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, yeah. we're watching these, these. I loved the stories that the mm-hmm. news, wherever we lived, mm-hmm. would tell about what's going on in the community. Mm-hmm. And it was always this, it felt distant in the sense of, like, like it's these people are doing these amazing things in their lives, because mm-hmm. that's why the story is being told. Sure. You guys don't go, hey, we just showing up, this family's playing video games today, we're just going to show you. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to... Just regular folks. Yeah, we're just like, gonna, we're going to do nothing and, yeah. and watch this for three minutes. And, right, yeah. Uh, no, and I was I was always inspired, but, but disconnected from that story. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's interesting to hear you say that so much of the good that you're telling <clears throat> seems to come from some tough... Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like there's an actual right. tough happens. So then mm-hmm. these people are making choices to saying, I'm not going to let that be wasted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I'm not going to let that tragedy define me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh. I'm going to use it for good. Mm-hmm. And just the strength of those people and their bravery just mm-hmm. astounds me all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. It, it's interesting because, yeah, I think we. I mean, I would like for today to be a good day, and I don't want it to be a bad day. If it becomes a bad day, we lament the bad day, right? That's right. That's how life works. That's how we want it. But it's interesting that uh, one of the commonalities would be like folks kind of coming out of stuff, yes, and doing something with it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of successful people, just you know, that you see, you know, in media and whatever, they they went through super hard times. Mm-hmm. So many of them did, and it's just like they just wanted to overcome that in a way, I think. Okay. Which is inspiring and helpful for people too, because I what I love about the work that you do mm-hmm. is that I learned about a new restaurant somewhere. Yes. Weren't you just where were you that it was it looked so good. It was like a bagel breakfast thing. Oh, just the other day. Where was that? In Whitewood. No way. Yes, I know. It's called Caverna. Oh, I drive by there. And yeah, never you should stop. go sometimes. So, but you learn about that kind of stuff, like, wow, that looks really good, and I'd love yes. to support a local business. Yes. But then you're hearing stories that help people connect and go, I, I want to be an overcomer, or yes. I want to support this nonprofit yes. and help, you know, them continue to tell the story of of loss and overcoming. But yeah. I, that's what I love is that there's there's such a depth of connection too, mm-hmm. and even where others can be inspired to say, yeah. I, I. I can do something with any of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, and yeah, it's just interesting to know, you know, like when I, cause you know, when you go buy a business, oh, they sell coffee. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and you like don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. And then like, you, it's just, my job is just fun because like I walk in and I never know, I never know what's going to happen. I don't know who <laughs> these people are. I can think in my mind sort of yep. how they might be. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always probably 90% of the time like, oh, that did not go how I thought. Or, <laughs> I did not think that they would be like that, mm-hmm. okay. you know? And so it's really interesting. You're like, oh, so, oh, you do that? Okay. And mm-hmm. you're, okay. You know, you just mm-hmm. get to learn people's motives, sort of mm-hmm. people's backgrounds mm-hmm. and history. And it's just so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to that business, then you sort of like know them yes. now, I feel like. Because that's kind of, I feel like my goal is people want to know who you are. People want to know yes. 
your background and just where you're coming from. Yes. Like, who are you? If I'm supporting your business, what else am I supporting? Yeah. Of? So that's been really interesting. Has, too. Have your have your interviews over time affected what you do with your life? Who? Like, I don't know. Not necessarily. I want to experience. Yeah. Oh, you, you mentioned the, 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 the foster, foster parent. Yes. How, how that affected you? Yeah. Yeah. So she told this story of, you know, one of the foster kids she had in her home once. She would tell her, um, you know, you're so special and God made you special and God loves you and I love you. And then she ended up seeing that that girl grown up, had a kid of her own okay. and stopped her in the grocery store. And she's like, I just want to say, like, you were so impactful to me. And now I tell my daughter that like every day <gasps> oh. that God loves her. And like, God, and so I tell my kids that now every day mm-hmm. too. Just stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think. But okay. Mm-hmm. She was just such a special lady. She always gives me tears. Sorry. Uh, no, I, we, this. <laughs> I think it's awesome. You, the, yeah. Were you were you always gifted or have you had to learn a, a skill set to actually sit down with someone you don't know? Yeah. And um, begin to dive in. Go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I would say probably yes. I remember when I was really little, I was like super shy. My mom always tells a story. Of me in kindergarten, and that's what the teacher wrote. She's painfully shy. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, Pain- so I grew up painfully. like <laughs> I, mean, I was sort of naturally like a shy person. Like, don't look at me. Don't mm-hmm. talk to me. Like, I'm just gonna sit here in the back of the room. Be mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I mean, then I felt like I was always more comfortable with friends and family, and I'd be more of like, "Hey, mm-hmm. look at me. I'm doing this or <laughs> whatever." But yeah, I would say um, I just feel comfortable with people. I don't know. I want to make them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, and sometimes I'll do the interview and they'll say, oh, I wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Or you, you made me feel uh, comfortable. Yes. Sir. And I don't know if that's just been doing it so many years or maybe that's just how I am. I don't know. But I always think I could be better. Like, why didn't, you know, why didn't I ask this? Or you always mm-hmm. leave an interview mm-hmm. saying that. Sure. Oh, we should have talked about this. Mm-hmm. Why did I say that? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all of us though, really. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Well, I think, I, I think. You have, we all have personality, but, but then a lot of times our jobs or experiences begin to shape that even more yeah. to where you might be introverted, but your job requires you to right. have to yeah. walk up to someone and initiate conversation and yeah. over and over. And so then you, bit, <laughs> you, you, even though you've got a personality, you adapt, you, yeah. you begin to just change a little bit. Maybe the word's mature in the sense of like, right. sometimes we lock into our personality and we're like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I feel comfortable doing. Yeah. But that's why I was interested. Like, just meeting strangers is what you do. Yeah. I know. Over and over and over. <laughs> I and know. Over. It's yeah. just so bizarre. And all, like, I just think of all the times where it was just me and a camera and mm-hmm. I just, like, show up to somebody's house. It's like, <laughs> it's like rural hot springs, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know who this dude is. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going for it, I guess. And you just, like, never know who's going to open that door. Mm-hmm. You don't know the personality. Mm-hmm. Some people are just kind of cold. Sure. And then you just kind of have to try to warm them up yeah. and sort of price stuff out because mm-hmm. they're they're nervous or they just don't want to be on TV or you know a yeah, camera. I mean, just it's scary. Can yeah. lock people uh, down. Yes. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's my job is try to helping them be comfortable and like like really get what they want and mm-hmm. I want out of it. Like mm-hmm. which yeah. is like your story. Yes. And, so. Huh. But in like what takes often years to develop the rapport in the relationship, you have like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. 
Yeah. That's a gift too, though. And yeah. I think, though, again, that comes, though, from people knowing you and trusting you because of the way that you've held yeah. other people's stories and told other people's stories. I think that that, that surely brings mm-hmm. some assistance to all of that anyway because people know you and trust you. Yeah, and that's, like, a big part of, you know, what I feel responsible for mm. is, like, am I telling this person's true story? Is mm-hmm. it, you know, but I mean, the interviews I do now, it's, we don't do a lot of cut and paste of like, we're not like mincing words, gotcha. you know, like, oh, you're twisting what I said. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, you know, I want their story. I want it to be representative of who they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really trying to be conscious of that, yes. you know, like underlying, like, what are they telling me? Mm-hmm. What's sort of the theme they, you know, I just want to yes. represent them properly. Yes. That's part of the challenge too sometimes. It makes me like I just think like the the leadership principle you know in this is like how like so that's your job is to go meet people uh-huh. uh, arrange stuff and go do that right but like really just as a person we should do that more mm-hmm. like I don't know where where what if we walked up to people I know it seems awkward and and not like an assignment right but like got to know people more like went with yes. the agenda so you you do not do a story with the agenda of you pretty much sharing your day. <laughs> right. You're 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 going to to extract mm-hmm. for a benefit for them mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Everything. But uh, I think about like if you, you want to most people want to do something with their lives, want to have purpose and hope and meaning as you were talking about like I want to leave a legacy. Sometimes I think it might be like do better at just going to meet with people just and connect. talk with them. Yeah, and, just connecting, being mm-hmm. available mm-hmm. for people essentially. Yes. You being know? present. Yeah. It's so big. and But I think what I love, though, about the work that you do is you're helping people who maybe aren't even in that place yet to say, I, I want to yeah. go know people in this community. You're you're making it so easy to go, I want it now I want to go to Whitewood and try yeah. that restaurant. <laughs> yes. uh, but it's it's this awareness or reminder that we live in, an, in an incredible place with really incredible people doing good, good things. Yeah. And so that's what I love is is it's making accessible something that maybe people wouldn't have paid attention to or known. Yeah, and I get that a lot. You know, people say, mm-hmm. I watch your show and, you know, I've lived here X amount of years. I've never, I didn't know that place existed, mm-hmm. but now I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, well, that's great. That's, yeah. then I did my job. That was, yeah. That's what I wanted to do. Oh, and I, I think there's something innate in storytelling where it makes us think about our own stories, mm-hmm. but it makes us, at least me, it motivates me to be intentional about learning about others. Other people, mm-hmm. yeah. Like if I hadn't had this job, I don't know, you know, I, I wouldn't have known so many people and their mm-hmm. stories. I mean, mm-hmm. that would have been a shame. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know if that would have been like my initial like, oh, I'm just going to meet <laughs> random people every day all day and tell their <laughs> stories. You know, but I'm glad that happened that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I just, I, over the years, like I'll look on my YouTube page or something and be like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. I totally should have wrote a book, but now my memories are like yeah. have squandered now, I feel like. <laughs> oh, but. no, you get a good good day out at the lake or something at a picnic yeah. table and just start I could writing. just start writing, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, think, I, I think there's something really special about the storytellers, mm-hmm. though, who are doing the work of finding it out, inspiring, but again, even letting people know that they're heard and seen. I think that's important. Yeah. Especially in a community yep. like ours or a region like ours mm-hmm. that that doesn't actually feel all that big. I know it is, but it it's just connecting in yeah. a really powerful way. And I love it. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for it. You, I'm just curious. So with all the people that you meet, I would imagine you begin to 
build quite the list or or maybe see some commonalities of need? Like where you're like, if I had asked you, based on the people you've met and interviewed, what would you see are like positives and negatives in society right now where you would say, you know what, there's a huge need. Based mm -hmm. on, you can see almost commonalities. Can you see like people seem to need this hmm. or people seem to lack this or maybe it's a, a positive in the sense of like, I just keep seeing this no matter who they are or where mm -hmm. they come from. There's, there's these positive things about people. I'm just curious hmm. if there's commonalities. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I think it kind of goes back to, you know, being connected, being understood. Mm -hmm. I think people want to do the right thing and they want to help people. Um, I just think sometimes, you know, our backgrounds or the way we were raised hold us back. Like, sure. well, I was always told, you mm -hmm. know, this thing. And then sort of turning your heart and being like, oh, just having more grace for people, okay. mm -hmm. you know, I think is a thing. But I think at the end of the day, at least people in this region, they have a heart for people. Mm -hmm. They truly want to help people, mm -hmm. you know. So I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question no, or not. I think, I'm trying to I, think of No, I definitely see need. in our region, uh, mm -hmm. the, 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 we talk about it even as a church, like uh, people are are ready and willing to help, but yes. we don't like press into our other people's lives uninvited. Right. So there's yeah. there's there's a I think there's a whole bunch of people just almost on the edge going, I'll do what what's needed. Like mm -hmm. what what do I need to do? Yeah. What, yeah. Uh who needs who uh -huh. needs help? Who uh -huh. needs support? Yeah. And that's why, you know, in a storm, you see it boom, real yes. quick. You yeah. see people just Yeah. With without without yeah. yeah, without even even organizing us. We just all go out and Try start that. helping. Uh but there needs to be this instigator what this mm -hmm. this almost like spark that, yes. that does it mm -hmm. so no that makes sense huh what's something weird that's happened weird are you willing to share that like <laughs> oh gosh on, in a recorded <laughs> fashion or awkward or 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 going i'm glad this day's over or i'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad. gosh i can't think of anything i know i'm putting I, you on the spot for that one i once I did an interview years ago in um there was a flood in pier Okay. And I did like an interview because we were going and sending help. Uh -huh. And I got done with the interview and realized I had something in my teeth. Oh, the that's, time. Oh, that's awesome. That's every time. Oh. What time? <laughs> that I was mean, terrible. I anchored one night and I had like an like an almond just straight up. And I was oh. like, I was like on the news. Like, that's amazing. Who did it? Why didn't you tell me this? Yeah. yeah we always talk like a, a good friend, a loving person tells somebody when they have something going on. Yes, exactly. But yeah, I got oh, done gosh. and went, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I've done enough live TV <sighs> where I've said enough, you know, <laughs> things I regret. I, I guess I say, I don't, I don't that even would know. Be so hard. I can't I, even imagine. There's just so much. I mean, I used to do, I mean, I was a morning show reporter, so I did a, like a live shot every morning okay. and that was tough. Cause mm -hmm. like telling people to meet you at like 5am somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, um, there's, yeah. So there's a lot of room for error in like ad-libbing probably. <laughs> ad -libbing. Yeah. You say people, I mean, I've said people's names wrong and then they're like, no, it's Sally. And I'm like, mm. oh, that's what I meant. It was live TV. You know, I mean, like those are the worst. I'm the worst at that though. Cause I, I just, I can't remember like the title and the name and the business. Oh, I mean, so this is like a lot for me to remember for some reason. I don't know. Do and you get any notes when you're out on the field? Like, no, no, you just I mean, go it's for just it. Ad lib. 
That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, it's it's a different role, like reading prompter. Sure. And then like in the field ad lib. It's yeah. totally different. It's like I can only do one or the other. I can't do mm-hmm. both. It's, it's hard mm-hmm. to like live in the middle of it. But I joke with our guys here that I would like a teleprompter. I'd like somebody just telling me what to say all the time. <laughs> all the time. I know. Just to help me minimize my awkwardness level. <laughs> Yeah, I I enjoy the nervous energy of someone of a, watching a reporter on site somewhere. Oh I gosh, I hate it. It makes me so cringy. I like, love mm. watching it going. What's oh. gonna happen? Oh no, I hate it because I I've been in their spot and I can mm. feel their heart. I'm just like, oh, yep. I could feel like my. Or if somebody comes up behind them and is like being goofy or oh, something. Oh gosh, or I just I mean that's happened before too. That'll happen on live really? shot. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't really. <laughs> I have the that. mom complex where I, I, they're not my child, but I feel like they are. So I just want them to win. I want it to go well. Yeah. yeah. This probably isn't comforting to you, but I used to like, there was literally a monthly news blooper reel on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. That gets like, there's new oh, ones. Yeah, and did. I would just watch them because I, <laughs> no, I love the funny. nervous energy about it. Yeah. I just, I don't know why. I when mean, the anchors are upset with each other and you can tell oh, and they're just getting really passive aggressive. Yeah. And yeah, you used yeah. to send those to me. It always stresses no, me No, those out. are funny. I mean, those are like a different beast, I feel like. <laughs> um, like at our, you know, news party every year, we play the blooper tape, you know, okay. all the bloopers oh, from yeah. the year. And that's always like the biggest hit, <laughs> you know. I don't know. There's probably been so many awkward moments over the last, because I've technically been in this business like 13 years. Mm-hmm. So that's like, it's a lot of room for awkwardness. And, yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, some things, and some things are, you like tread more lightly. Mm-hmm. You don't really know how to approach something. Yeah. That's hard to talk about too. Yeah. And that's another thing, you know, for I have sure. to deal with like, oh gosh, you know, how do you bring up a tender thing or, mm-hmm. you know, a So what have you thing? learned? What have you learned about that? Um, do, you have, do you have like a, a tactic? You kind of, I mean, you just have to sort of word it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like in your delivery too mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. um, how you ask them. But yeah, it's definitely a, can be a touchy uh-huh. subject sometimes. I feel like I would just close my eyes and ask a question. I'd go, let's just. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes out. you kind of like, you just have to ask it for yeah. the story because it's a part of the story. Yeah. But you're just like, oh, I don't want to make them talk about that. Sure. Or, I don't want to ask that. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you have to because mm-hmm. it's your job. You know, so I've had some tough times like that too. But it's it sounds a lot too, though. Like like interpersonal one hundred and one for everyday life. It's just on camera with a microphone. Yeah. Too. You yeah. Know, like like that that helps. I think ease people. Maybe they can just learn from watching how you do it, and then go. Oh, I I have a hard conversation tomorrow with no camera or microphone, <laughs> but maybe I can do it yeah. a little better. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like some people, you know, I can, you know, when you're, like you said, you're on that level with people Mm -hmm. for like, maybe it's an hour, Mm -hmm. but some people I just like connect with Mm -hmm. and like, it's just like an instant, Mm -hmm. now we're best friends. Mm -hmm. You want to do karate in the garage, you know, (laughs) but like, you know, some people are just like that. And then I'm like friends with them after that. Cause like, you just kind of get this, like you go so like deep, so fast, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, and we're maybe like a good friend I've had for years. Maybe we haven't even had a deep conversation like that. But this person, like we're forced to do this now, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, I'm ready, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like, hey, we're friends now, I guess. So And it's usually, I would imagine one of the things, whatever you're interviewing about is one of the things they care about most. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. It's it's near the center of what is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because what else would I be doing this time? Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, so, so that, that's been kind of interesting. Like people who I would never think I would be friends with. I remember interviewing 
this man once, he was, I don't know, maybe like 90, late 80s. And you're kind of, you know, he's like a war vet and you're going okay. to it. Okay, I know how this is going to kind of go down, mm -hmm. just whatever. And you do the interview and like he was just like the sweetest man. Mm -hmm. I saw him. He was like, this guy's my grandpa. Like uh. he's just my grandpa now. <laughs> and we did ended up doing a couple of the stories and I just like loved him. Mm -hmm. He wow. was just like, I just wanted to hug him every time. And I remember this was a really impactful story for me. We went out to the National Cemetery mm. and we were kind of walking through the grave sites and okay. he was like, well, that guy, I used to hunt with that guy. Oh, wow. And that guy, you know, because he was older, mm -hmm. so a lot of his friends had passed away and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he had actually had lost a daughter, which I didn't know about till later because, again, he didn't, like, let that tragedy define him, mm -hmm. you know. But um, I remember walking through and at the end I was like, you know, well, I just got to ask you this question, you know, like, What's your advice just for a younger generation? Sort of mm -hmm. like, what do you, you know, something you've gathered throughout all these years? And he was, he said like loyalty. He's mm -hmm. like, your friends and your family, they count on you mm -hmm. to be loyal to them and be good to them. Mm -hmm. And he would just kind of cry. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like crying <laughs> like a baby. I was like, okay, I guess we're wrapping this now. <laughs> nice. But like after that, I just felt like this connection with mm -hmm. him. And yeah. it's just like, I can't explain it. There was nothing in common or, you know what I mean? And then he ended up getting really sick and I visited him in a hospice mm -hmm. and I cried again like a baby, you know, mm -hmm. I was just like, this is I'm going to see you. And so, wow. yeah, I've had a lot of those moments too. Yeah. You've had a, uh, because you've got this person who's, whatever you're talking about is pretty intimate to them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so there's, mm -hmm. when you're willing to go there. Yeah. You're 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 all of a sudden opened up to a potential relationship, a friendship, mm -hmm. a, yeah. like some sort of a yeah. bond that mm -hmm. I think a bond, yeah. That that is, I don't know. It's hard to. I don't know. It's I don't. I don't have words to describe it. You just you're, we're bonded. That's right. Just, we're we're connected. Even if it's it funny is. and awkward too, though. Like even if you're interviewing, I don't know, like uh, something funny. But <laughs> well, we talk. Well, we talk about so during COVID, uh, and we have like a directional team and staff and all that mm -hmm. going. That and then now some of them have have moved on. They've gone different places, mm -hmm. but there's like this bond, mm -hmm. yes, because of the stuff that you experienced. Together. You're in the trenches together. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would that. imagine you you have you are in the midst of like some pretty weighty stories. People opening up about their mm -hmm. lives. I I would if I were you, I ended up I would end up being bonded to yeah a long list of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are. Yeah, and then sometimes, like you said, it's like the thrill things, like hot air balloon or, sure. you know, whatever it is. And, and that kind of bonds you, too, in mm -hmm. a way, because you're doing mm -hmm. something, like, risky or mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, so there's been Well, just having fun together. Like, some of your stories, they're just so fun. Oh, and yeah. And that's good, too. Oh, yeah. It, it and that, yeah, I've, I've had such a, an array of, like, I just do, I can do silly things, do food, but we can, like, get serious. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I've been able to, like, do the whole spectrum mm -hmm. of things, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I look back, I'm like, my friend Lewis and I, we did a bunch of just goofy stuff. Like, oh my gosh, all the things, you know, <gasps> curling and I don't know, like like water balloon fights and like pie in the face fight. I don't know. We just did a bunch of weird stuff, but like people like it. So. Well, I love it too because it's fun and funny and everybody's learning. But then I feel like we get to know you guys better too, which yeah. I just love. It endears yeah. It endears you to the people that are depending on you yeah. to tell stories and, and share and get information out and represent people. Yeah. Cause like, I just, I want to be like the same person 
on mm-hmm. air that I am like at Walmart or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm like hoity-toity and yeah. I talk perfect. <laughs> don't look I, at me in the eyes. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not that person. And there is a lot of, you know, there's a lot of weight to be on like TV as far as like, oh, you know, you think your hair had to be a certain way, mm-hmm. like makeup had to be a certain mm-hmm. way. And it does put a lot of pressure For on sure. you to like look a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, but when you're in the field more like me now, it's more like, okay, it's a little more casual, mm-hmm. but I feel like there is that. Like, you know, people say, oh, you're shorter in person. <laughs> yeah, I'm only 5'2 in real life. Thank you. You know, sometimes you're like, yeah, like, thank you, question <laughs> mark, kind of, you know, and sometimes people just look at you and like, you know, they're thinking something in your mind, but you're like, you just keep it to yourself. It's fine. It's fine. But so it's the, so there's kind of that too, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't know when you meet people in real life what they're going to think of you either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But they know, but you're known, even though you don't know them. Yeah. You're known and that's, yeah. Because you know, when people looking at you, you're like, yeah, yeah. they've probably seen the show hey. or something, you know? <laughs> that's good accountability though. Well, okay. yeah. True. That's, <laughs> true. Here, let me rattle off. I want to, I want to close this up, but okay. the, but I want to rattle off some questions. I don't know that there, any of them are connected. Oh gosh. <laughs> what have you learned about being more known than you've ever been before in your life. So you are known yeah. by, because you don't know this, thousands upon thousands upon thousands <laughs> upon thousands of people. You're known by them, but yeah. they know little about you. So that, I think, creates a little interesting world for you. Uh-huh. You're the most known and the least known that you've ever been before, yeah. the more that you keep on telling stories. That's yeah. just how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you learned anything about that where you are recognized or looked at what happens inside of you that you're like, here's what I've learned about that, about fame? Is that the word? Like, or, or notoriety Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. recognizability? That's a word. It's a new one. I just made it up. What have you learned about that? I mean, I don't know. I feel like as like a younger person, you think like, oh, I'm getting TV and like, you get famous and be like the next Kelly Ripa or like how cool that be like, like, I think, you know, that was not like, that was not like an aspiration, but sort of like you thought, then I'll, I'll like not have everything. But mm-hmm. I think that's how some people are like, like real celebrities, yep. you know, like yep. we're just like local celebrities, which I don't, <laughs> don't even like saying that. I think it's weird, but you know, like, oh, I'll hit the fame and then I'll, everything will be perfect mm-hmm. and everything will be good. I'll be known and whatever. But yeah, but you know how that works out for celebrities. You know, they ended up doing bad behaviors yeah. and stuff like that. So I think, um, I don't know. It is a weird feeling to go around thinking that like people know me, mm-hmm. but I don't want to make it feel like I'm like boastful about it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Cause that, it's almost like I'd rather not in a way. Mm-hmm. Cause then you almost are giving up a little piece of yourself. Yes. Or you're like, yes. Like I can't just go buy something weird at Walmart and nobody notice me. Like somebody's going to notice me. You know what I mean? So you sort of give that up a little, but it's for, I think sort of like the greater good. Cause you're, when you're in TV, you're kind of almost like, I've been told like a public servant, so Mm -hmm. to speak, you know? Mm -hmm. Cause like you're doing this like for the people (laughs) sort of like not in like a weird political way. Yeah. But so like, yeah, you definitely sort of give up a little piece of that. But Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's, I think it's cool though. It's kind mm-hmm. of special. So that's what I was. So you can go different directions with that. Yeah, like I, think I, so. you know, I can be negative because this isn't this isn't you. You could over leverage that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. You, yeah. But but you don't. You mm-hmm. see, you seem to have what we would just call a typical good head on your shoulders, and mm-hmm. uh, 
so internally, it sounds like you're not uh, crave, craving the fame, the fame, yeah. the, the identify me, see me, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. But right. that I think that's a temptation. It is that you have to, that at some point you have to tackle, mm-hmm. or it tackles you. And, you do because mm-hmm. at some point you have to like check the ego, like mm. <clears throat> you know. Yes, I am like a TV personality. I'm like a mom and this and that. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to think of like, I'm just a child of God. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's, it's like, you need to go back to that every time yep. or else you're going to, yeah. you're going to push mm-hmm. this way more and like, get, you know, your ego is going to have to mm-hmm. check. And mm-hmm. I've seen people like that in the industry, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you kind of know who does that, who doesn't. So that's what I figured. So you, you've had to make sure your identity is in the right place. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. it's, it's easy when someone knows you to take on the identity that they see you as. Yes. To say, oh, okay, yep. that is who I am. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that, yeah, that is challenging. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but it's something you have to like sort of constantly go back, you know, yeah. refigure out sort of. For cool. sure. Random. Here's no one. Okay. Let's pretend I'm starting a restaurant. I'm not starting a restaurant. <laughs> okay. Uh what advice would you give me as I'm starting a restaurant? What do I need to know? Oh boy. <laughs> I feel like she's gonna told you it was gonna be random. Make whatever she had the other day. Because <laughs> that looked so good. Give me some restaurant advice. Restaurant advice, yeah. boy. I don't know. Gosh. Um, <laughs> invest in some advertising. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> do a news story. Perfect. Um, I mean, really, it's about getting the word out about okay. that. that's what the most people say. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad you're doing this piece with me because mm-hmm. like nobody knows or okay. it's just mostly getting people there. And then once they have your product, you know, mm-hmm. then they'll keep coming back because the product speaks for itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of getting the butts in the seats. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Love it. I don't know. Uh, another question. We're, we'll end with this one. Okay. Uh, so you have developed, whether they were natural to you, interpersonal skills. Mm. You, got, you have a skill set probably better than the average individual. I don't know about okay. that, but so, uh, so a guy like me, I, I, I need Katie to help me with small talk. <laughs> I mean, small talk for me. I oh have a, yeah. I have to read articles on how to do small talk. <laughs> right? How to stay engaged with shallow conversations. Yeah, like yes. for me, that's the front room that gets me into like the living room, and for, the dining room. For me, I I'm like it. Anya. Right. So what? What is? What yeah. is the hardest thing in your life right now? I'm not asking you that right now. Yeah, that's where I'd rather have a conversation. Like let's right. let's go dive right in. Yeah, like yeah, and I'll tell you mine, and yeah. we'll just and yeah. So you've learned some interpersonal skills because you've yeah. got, you're going to talk to people who might think they want to talk, but you find out they don't actually want to talk. Oh yeah. And then you got some people who want to talk, but about nothing. <laughs> yeah. For, for, In circles. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious for a culture nowadays is like not everyone is learning things they ought to learn. What's some interpersonal conversational tips you would have about oh, gosh. how to just talk to someone? Like, yeah. Like you've probably have learned it whether you know it or not. With I know some of it might be even be what you would say is innate. And now in yeah. you, but it's not. I think you've learned mm-hmm. some things. Yeah, I suppose. What works for you on starting conversations? Oh gosh, I mean, yeah, small talk can be can be yeah <laughs> rough and just kind of mm, pencil in the eye. <laughs> but because I'm like you, I'd rather just like let's deep dive now. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just skip all this fluff stuff. But yeah. yeah, the fluff gets you kind of in. I mean, it's like um, talk about the weather. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, well, that's easy, yeah. I mean, I just feel like like you're gonna know. Like for me, like I have this. This mug with a corgi on it. Oh, you have a dog? 
Yep. Or like, you know, just mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, you have kids? How old are they? Where mm-hmm. do they go? What are they into? Because my kid's into this. So just finding like just a tiny commonality. Okay. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's not much. But that, and let them talk about their passion because they're passionate about something. You mm-hmm. just kind of, you got to find it uh-huh. in a way. You know, I feel like yep. that could get people talking, small talk. I mean, you really talk about, I think, oh, did you see that? There's like a new restaurant going up. Mm-hmm. Or like what's new in the community. Mm-hmm. Obviously not politics or anything like that, but you know, something <laughs> yeah. on the lighter side sure. of life. Or have you have you been a you know, this trail lately? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, just like things in the community yes. that could tie you together. I don't know I if that's it. helpful. I don't know. I'm just kinda of thinking. I love that though, the the commonalities and the common threads. And then just just asking questions without being like, what's your address? And <laughs> yeah. what is your just like building what, off of that. What does your schedule look like? You know, what is yeah. that, you know? <laughs> Don't take yeah. it too far. And but, I feel like I have to divulge more about myself to learn more about yeah. them too, because then they see, oh, mm-hmm. you're being sort of like honest and a little vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So now I, so I can be now. Yes. You know, and I'll say things that maybe I don't want to talk about all the time or, you know, mm-hmm. it's just but so, so we're that's on. right there. That's, that's whether that's an mm-hmm. aid or you've learned it is mm-hmm. yeah. you're, you're wanting someone else to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So that, the the tra- it's not free in essence right yeah it's like so it's like okay mm-hmm. if I want this to be the best story that accurately says what needs to be said yep. you're gonna have to return some vulnerability yep. yeah exactly and that's yeah. I think nowadays that might be a little difficult to do mm-hmm. that's risky it Any, is anytime you're yeah mm-hmm. anytime you're you're willing to be vulnerable at the at the sake of another person mm-hmm. that's that's actually the definition of trust mm-hmm. yeah it's like I, I'm gonna risk yeah a little bit with you yes yeah because you might mishandle this right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably too, I have that to a fault maybe mm-hmm. you know I like well, we're instantly like okay let's just yes. get vulnerable now and we just trust each other right away yes. that's what but we, we usually are one or the other yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, true. I because uh, I don't do small talk so I have to know I, I'm learning to do small talk I shouldn't say I don't do small <laughs> talk. that's not fair because for some people that's all they can do yeah. whatever there's something going on in their lives that right. a lot of people yeah. that I work with we we can't go anywhere can't go until we circle that yeah, my brain just yeah. wants like, let's <laughs> let's fix the world's problems right now. I know we just met, but let's do it. Yeah. Uh, it. No, so I when I'm in a group and I need to get small talk going, I'll typically have, which is funny you bring this up, like, all right, the person next to you, you need to find out three things you guys have in common. Ooh, and every yeah. time, what's shocking is every time they find three things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't think, you're like, I don't, I don't know who this... I don't even know their name. Where do I start? Right. Yeah. Where do I? Yeah. So it forces you to be like, well, okay. Do you have pets? Yeah. Do you, do you have do you, but yeah. But what I'm, I think this is such a beneficial conversation to have to where some of us are just on the fence about we're lonely, disconnected. We're not living our hope. We're not living our purpose. And it literally could be like walking across the room and being like, hey, and starting the small talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That leads to some vulnerability. That leads mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. a really important, pivotal conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and again, being available for people for sure. Yeah. Like your coworker, maybe you have nothing in common with them, but like you can say, like, "How was your day?" No, like for real. Like, what yeah. did you do? Yes, you know, and just start diving deep with people mm-hmm. and being available for people mm-hmm. too. You Love know? it. Or going to a restaurant that Anya has talked about and meeting new friends yeah. there and then having a place to go all the time. Yay. That's why I actually <laughs> love going to new places because that's an easy way mm-hmm. for a non-small talk guy to say, hey, this is my first time here. <laughs> I don't know more. what to do. Yeah. What do you recommend? And it's yeah. an easy way to have conversations. But yeah. So this is a life lessons from uh, a reporter. Yeah. Uh, uh, so thank you for, for yeah. letting us dig in. 
to your hopefully it was helpful yes thank you for having you're amazing and i'm so grateful for you i just all around good person and you what i love about you too is you're the same in every scenario and situation like you're just so steady and you're so committed Mm -hmm. to caring for people Mm -hmm. and we can all learn a lot about that because i think that's where it starts is just being willing to care for people definitely yeah, thank you. Hopefully this episode, episode, <laughs> episode, episode's been that helpful. That was adorable. Episode. All right, until next time, uh, you watch or listen. Uh, we love you very much.